Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Change gears here a bit. Summer is the perfect time to hop in the car for a day trip. And while there's nothing wrong with stopping it in and out on 580, with little planning, you can find something unexpected, even delightful as you hit the road. As part of our regular segment on the Bay Area's food cultures, KQED food editor Luke Sy joins us with his suggestions for how to plan your excursion to include delicious stops along the way. And we'd love to hear from you. What's your favorite roadside stop or, you know, uh, dining destination? You give us a call, 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. What's a spot that you just, you have to hit when you're on a road trip somewhere? Uh, welcome back to the show, Luke Sai. Thanks so much for having me, Alexis. Yeah. So I just want to know first, what makes for a great road stop food experience? Um, you know, I, I think, you know, just a, by way of introduction, I think, you know, my friends and family always joke with me that every trip uh, that they take with me is a food focused trip, <laughs> um, even even if it isn't described that way, you know, so um, it'll always be like, we go for a day at the beach, or we're out at like a state park or something. And it'll just so happen, you know, I've, I've planned this trip, and it'll just so happen that five minutes away, <laughs> or <laughs> around the corner will just so happen to be like this amazing taqueria that I've been wanting to check out or this pastry shop um, that, you know, happens to have something that I've been wanting to try. Um, so, you know, that that's sort of part of the deal, <laughs> I guess, right. of, of hanging out with me and traveling with me is that, you know, I'm always going to be thinking about food kind of first and foremost in terms of the travel plans. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, um, I have two kids, you know, uh, one, one of them uh, is 10 and the other is six. Um, and so we take a lot of trips that are sort of kid-friendly trips. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, the great thing about the Bay Area is there's so much uh, to see and do um, so much natural beauty that's like within a one hour drive or a two hour drive or a four hour drive. Um, and so, 
Uh, but you know, when you're traveling, four with hour kids, drive definitely stretching the definition you, of kid friendly. <laughs> yeah, you you you've got to you've got to break up that trip. You know, you yeah. can't you can't just expect them to sit in the car um, for three hours. Um, and so you got to plan like where are we going to stop? And so you mentioned it in your intro. You know, the the gold standard um, tried and true thing to do is like figure out where is there an in and out on the way <laughs> to where you're going. You know, and I've done this probably dozens of times, you know, I think all of us here in California have, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, you know, I, I love a good, uh, in and out burger every now and again, but sometimes if you want something different, um, then it just requires a little bit more, um, planning, you know? And so I think, um, there are different types of day trips you can have. Um, there are day trips that you can have where like you plan the whole day to be about food. Um, and then there are day trips where you plan it. Um, you, you have some other destination in mind, but you still want to eat well um, along the way. And so for that, you know, you just have to do a little bit of yeah. research. You poke around on the internet and you figure out what sounds interesting. So maybe one of the most fun things to do, particularly with kids, but kind of, I mean, it's also a date thing too. One of the pick your own spots right, where you pick your own fruits or, or whatever it is. Um, how do you build out a trip to uh, pick your own patch? Absolutely. Um, so right now we are right uh, at the height of cherry season, right? And so here in Northern California, if you want to go cherry picking, a lot of the best spots are in sort of the Brentwood area. Um, out east, and that so, is to say, basically. Yeah, out, 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 out east. Out east. Um, and so I uh, I remember last year we did a U-Pick uh, trip, you know, pick your own cherries um, out in Brentwood. I think the farm was called G&S Farms. Um, and if you can look it up, um, it was a great place. You know, I think the great thing about it is very spacious, you know, just row after row after row of trees, um, super kid-friendly. Um, they had a very uh, good sort of COVID protocols, especially at an earlier stage in the pandemic where they were like really scheduling mm -hmm. people in during certain times. So you didn't feel like it was too, too crowded um, when you were there. Um, and so like, that's a great morning, you know, just you want to go early because otherwise it's too hot. It's, it's <laughs> hot know? out there. Yeah, um, exactly. So you, so you go in the morning, um, you, you work up a sweat, you know, and I would say, you know, if you're out at least at that particular farm, look for the Palatha man. Uh, who is uh, set up um, near the parking lot, you know, those popsicles, you know, on a hot day can save your life. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, we did that. Um, but here, like, the thing is, like, if I'm going to go cherry picking in Brentwood, I'm always going to make sure that it's on a Saturday. Um, because on Saturdays, the Antioch uh, flea market, which is not far away, is open. Mm. Um, and, and if you don't know about the Antioch flea market, it's basically a Mexican, uh, sort of Latin American, uh, flea market, a, a pulga, if you will, um, similar to ones that they have in San Jose and in Richmond. Um, and it is like a paradise. Um, if you love food, in fact, I think the San Francisco Chronicle just did a review, um, just folk, just focused exclusively on the food options, um, at, uh, the Antioch flea market. And so, after you've done your cherry picking, you go out to the flea market. Um, they have a stand that serves the most delicious um, 
uh, Mexican style char grilled uh, chicken, the pollo asado. I think actually the stand is just called pollos asados, um, where you get your your roast, you know, beautifully charred roast chicken with tortillas and rice and all the works and just have a feast. Um, that's also uh, the flea market where OG tacos, which is like one of the original, at least in Northern California, one of the original um, stands that does the quesabiria tacos, you know, so those are the, the crispy red tinged um, mm. beef birria tacos um, that you get with a little cup of consomme, the soup that you can either dip or dunk um, your taco into. Uh, they are one of the first and one of the best um, to do that style of taco and their setup. That's like the best spot to find them is on Saturdays at that uh, flea market. Um, and so before you know it, you know, like that's like, for me, that's a perfect day. That's a you day know, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's a day cherry picking in the morning, have a popsicle, <laughs> yeah. hit up, hit up, hit up the flea market and see what you're in the mood for. Um, and you, you go back home. Everybody's happy. Um, everybody's satisfied. That's so perfect. Before we, uh, get to talking about another berry farm, I want to bring in our first call, uh, Bess in Siskiyou County. Hey, Bess. Hey, I love your show. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, when you drive up Highway 101 into the beautiful Redwoods, there's a place called the Peg House near Leggett. Which Wait, is oh, near what? I lost you there for a second. Where is it near? Near Leggett. Okay. And it's up, up at 101, a nice day drive out of the city. And they have the best local food, great burgers, salads. And you can sit outside in a beautiful garden. And it's just a historically long, it's a long time eatery, and it's fabulous. All right, that was the Peg House Up 101. Thank you so much, Bess. I love, I'm, I'm, I've written that down for myself on my own note. Thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, let's get in one more uh, quick call. Lindsay in San Francisco. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, how's it going? Hey, good, good. What's your rec? Um, so I drive between San Francisco and Los Angeles fairly frequently, and there aren't a lot of great options along I-5, but one that is a true standout is Pizza's Pupuseria. Amazing pupusas, um, great food, never too busy. It's in Button Willow, which is, I would say, a little bit less than halfway when you're leaving from San Francisco, so it also makes a nice place to break up the drive. That's perfect. All right. Uh, the Papusidia in Buttonwillow. I love that, Lindsay. Thanks so much for that uh, recommendation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Um, Luke, we're going to bring in a, another guest. Uh, Jim Cochran is the founder of Swanton Berry Farm, which is the first organic uh, certified strawberry farm 
in California. Hey, welcome to the show, Jim. Hi. Hey, how are you? So, um, Jim, tell us tell us where your farm is, and I know that uh, then Luke's going to build a little trip to your farm after you tell us about how how it works out there. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say thanks for the segment on uh, Brentwood. I haven't been out there for many years, and I it was it sort of brought back memories, and uh, I'll have to take a trip out there. So thanks for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, sort of a contrast to on the coast where it's usually sort of cool. And that's why strawberries like it. Strawberries like cooler weather. They don't do well in hot places. Um, and we're along a stretch of the coast that is completely wild and sometimes windy, um, but absolutely beautiful. Mm. And um, we are pretty much isolated from any towns or anything like that. I mean, we're 12 miles north of Santa Cruz and 35 miles north, south of um, Half Moon Bay. So it's it's pretty wild. You got to get uh, out there. Tell me, what's the best time of the year to go visit you? Well, to this, for the strawberries, it's basically um, April through October or so. Mm. Right now, we're at our peak of strawberry season. And um, so we're doing you picks on Saturday and Sunday. And it's a pretty, it's a really interesting experience from a number of different perspectives. Of course, the strawberries are delicious. <laughs> and, but the, the, interestingly there, if you go to the you pick or come to the farm stand, there are at least six or seven different languages being spoken at any given time. Well, when we're busy, mm-hmm. we have people from all, you know, from, all sorts of different places. And it's really fun um, to see the interaction and it, it's really great. So anyway, we have a U-Pick that's open from let's say nine in the morning until four or five in the afternoon on Saturdays and Sundays. So the kids can eat the organic strawberries while they're picking and no worry about that. That's and um, if you come sort of in the earlier part of the day, it's, um, it's usually not wind, not windy. That's On great. the other hand, sometimes it's foggy, so you want to dress warmly. You know, layers. But, we we're, this is a Bay Area. I think people, you know, we yeah, okay. got to dress Bay Area style out there. Um, okay. Jim Cochran, uh, thank you so much. Founder of Swanton Berry Farm, the first certified organic strawberry farm in California. So, Luke, you were listening to Jim. You heard, you know, that his place is kind of out there. Uh, yeah. So how do you like if you're gonna if you're gonna plan a trip out there, how how would you do it to to make sure you take advantage of that drive? Yeah, and you know uh, one thing I want to say about about Swantonberries too, and I don't know if uh, you know Jim was probably too modest to say so, but like Swantonberries is, is legendary, <laughs> you know, in the Bay Area, like it's like well known among people who really like um, fruit and produce. Um, to be like, that's like the best of the best story, uh, strawberries that are out there or among them. Um, and I think uh, one of the things that uh, happened in the past couple of years is that Swantonberry is no longer sold at so many of the farmer's markets um, where it used to be that you could go to the Berkeley farmer's market, you could go to um, any number of farmer's markets and you could buy Swantonberries. Um, but now to my knowledge, and Jim can correct me if I'm wrong, like 
the primary way that people can actually access these berries is by actually going down um, to the farm stand and buying them directly. So it makes it even a little bit more extra special, you know, that these are these amazing berries um, and they're not so easy to get, you know, just, you can't just drive down to your grocery store um, and buy them. Um, and so, yeah, I love going down to, you know, it's basically the sort of, you know, like, like Jim mentioned, kind of that Pescadero area um, along the coast, which is just beautiful, like there's beautiful beaches, you know, all along there. So you, it's easy to plan like other sightseeing kind of things that you can do while you're down there. Um, but if you're in Pescadero, um, probably the most famous restaurant that people like to stop at is called Dwart's Tavern, um, which a lot of people, our listeners may have heard of, you know, they're really famous um, for doing olali berry pies. Um, and they're also really famous for their soups. Um, they have this artichoke soup and they have this green chili soup. Mm. And I guess the I remember thing the artichoke the, soup. I've done that one. Yeah. And the thing to do, I guess, if you're in the know is you can order them half to half and half, like uh, they, they'll mix the two soups together. And that actually makes it even more delicious than, <laughs> than if you get one or the other. Um, but the other thing I like to do if I'm going all the way down there um, from where I am in the East Bay um, is I like to either on the way there or on the way back, I like to stop in Half Moon Bay. Um, and specifically in Half Moon Bay, I like to stop at Pillar Point, which is, uh, you know, basically out on the piers. Uh, where all the fishing boats are docked. Um, and so if you do this trip during the winter, like December or January, then obviously you're not going to have strawberries. Um, but if you do it in, in that time of year, then that's when all the crab boats are going to be out on Pillar Point. Mm. And so you can go down directly to the boats. You can buy as many uh, live crabs as you want. You know, I used to have a guy, you know, his name was Fisherman Bill. <laughs> his, boat, <laughs> his boat was called the Cricket. I had his cell phone number, you know, saved on my phone. Unfortunately, I think the past two years he hasn't been active. Um, but I would call ahead, make sure he saved some like nice big ones for me. Um, and then you go right around the corner and there's a place where they'll steam it for you like right there. And you can just sit out on the, on the pier and just have like the freshest crab that you can possibly have. Um, but even right now during the summertime, it's, um, salmon season. Um, so that's not too shabby either, um, to go out, you know, let's say you had a day of strawberry picking, stop at pillar point, go out to the boats, get some fresh King salmon from California. Um, and then now you've had your dinner taken care of too, <laughs> you know, that's once, beautiful. once you're home, you know, so I think, you know, that that's, that's kind of how I always think about it. I try, I try to think about like, what is nearby this place? Like, how can we sort of map out a route, um, that makes sense that isn't going like an hour out of our way, um, where we can hit up. Um, some interesting Multiple food places. spots. You know, we talked about road stops before, you know, and I, it just made me think of like, if you're, if you're out going out to like Tahoe, you know, or, or to gold country, uh, I think Eater SF just did this series about like what to eat when you're going out to, to uh, mm -hmm. California gold country. Um, but if you're heading in that direction and you don't want to stop at in and out um, there is this spot that I found called the big a root beer drive-in. And it is like a drive-in restaurant in the kind of old school way where they actually have these carports that you can pull up to, you know, and like they'll put they'll put the, the food like on a tray, like right next to your car. So you don't have to even get out of your car. Um, but they serve like delicious, these uh, char grilled, you know, um, burgers, like, you know, like just with that beautiful charred flavor. And then the thing that I love about it is they make their own root beer um, and you can get a root beer float 
um uh with your with your berber or whatever oh, and it is all you can drink root beer so you can get a root beer float with the ice cream and they'll refill your root beer <laughs> as many times as you want maybe not the healthiest uh treat again you're on vacation. stretching the kid-friendly uh part of your uh, <laughs> definition here um luke i want to make sure i sprint through some of our listeners comments um yeah. their their recs Adam uh, recommends in, recommends in Healdsburg, Santa Rosa, Noble Folk Ice Cream, LGBTQ-owned business. We've also got uh, Michael tweets with gas over $6. My road trip scope is diminished, so I'm thinking Gorilla Barbecue in Pacifica. But I would like to go to Phil's Fish Market in Moss Landing for Chapina before they're forced to move. Noel tweets, Andy's Orchard in Morgan Hill has two fruit tasting and picking tours this summer. Reservations needed, and they specialize in heirloom varieties. Another listener uh, tweets, and I'm going to just co-sign this one. El Molino Central in Sonoma is a destination. Their tamales are delicious. It has a patio area. You can sit outside and enjoy a chicken enchilada, which is both generous in size, huge in flavor, and will put you in a food coma so you can sleep on the ride home. Also, my personal favorite food in the entire world is their tortilla chips. Could not recommend that more. El Molino Central in Sonoma. Last one, listener writes, on my way to Tahoe from SF, we always stop at Ikeda's. Their chicken pot pie and fruit pies are a must-stop, and my kid loves the chicken teriyaki sandwich. We have been talking about day trips and making sure food is a great part of them with KQED food editor Luke Sai. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, as always, Alexis. So fun. Earlier, we were joined by Jim Cochran, founder of Swanton Berry Farm, the first certified organic strawberry farm in California, a legend. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay tuned for another hour of Forum Ahead with Mina Kim. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio, the Germanicos Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, and the Heising Simons Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.